Have you planned out your career intentionally or has it happened by chance? If you're like most people, you've taken opportunities as they've come rather than intentionally deciding where you want to go and what you'll need to get there before setting your goals. I have to admit that in my career, I tried to plan things out, but it never quite went as well as I planned. And that's because I didn't know what it would take to get there or how to access these resources. But now that's exactly what we help our clients do. And we have created a career map that you can follow yourself to create your own path forward. In this episode, Sister Smart Coach Sarah Spencer and I are talking about how to develop your career plan. So you're going to want to stay with us because we'll be taking you through our 12-step process to map out your career trajectory. I'm Jill Avey, a career success coach, and this is Sister Smart Leadership, the show that explores how women can rise from director to vice president and beyond by fully leaning into their feminine energy as their biggest advantage. Let's get you one step closer to the recognition and promotion you deserve. It's important to map out your career journey because when you simply take opportunities as they come, you can end up in a place that you never wanted to be by the end of your career. And I've worked with clients in this situation, and it can be disheartening to think that you have worked so hard only to end up in a place that's unfulfilling because it's not aligned with your values and your skill set. So instead of following your own direction, you did what others do. A better situation would be to be intentional about what will make a successful and fulfilling career. So we're here to help you avoid that unhappy situation by charting out your direction today. Sarah, will you please let give us a start on the first few steps of th this um, process that we have called the career map? Yeah, I'd love to. So the first step is to reflect on the past year. And although it can be tempting to run ahead and you've got so much on your plate and you already know you've got a lot coming up, it's best to reflect on what we've done because that's where we're really going to learn about how did we use our time? How far have we come? What have we accomplished? How did I feel about what I accomplished? Am I satisfied with what I've accomplished? So give yourself some time to take a step back and reflect on your year. And then the next step is after you take a moment to reflect is to interpret it, right? And you want to look back through your annual review. What feedback did you get? What was said or what was not said? And how would you interpret that, right? The positives and the opportunities or the negatives, right? So what do you appreciate about the feedback that you were given? Dan Sullivan talks about the gap and the gain. And so we want to focus in on also the things that we've gained in the last year versus what we don't have. And so that way we, that we can build our self-confidence, build our self-esteem, and just really uh, appreciate the work that we've done as well. And then we also want to look at those criticisms. and Do we even want to do anything with them? So it's a really good opportunity to reflect and interpret. So those first two steps are critical. I was just laughing when you were talking about interpreting your review because I see so many of our clients that just hone in on that one thing that somebody said that was negative and they forget the whole rest, the other 98% of the positive things that were in their review. And so yeah. it's such an important step to really stop and analyze that review and see all the good things that somebody said about you and really take those in because it's so often that we don't do that. <laughs> and then the third step is to get yourself into that state of dreaming about your aspiration. So this is 
a crucial step to push yourself beyond your limits, right, is to take some time to actually get into the prefrontal cortex and to dream about those possibilities, right? And to just be in that dream creative state so that new thinking and um, new ideas can come forward. And then we want to take it to the next step where we're defining our career paths. Math out what are those next few steps in your career and how could you get there? It's one thing to dream and then it's one to start putting it into concrete actions to just map out those first few steps. So how our clients use this career map process is they either use it at the end of the year to map out their new year or they use it during their personal strategy retreat. So the personal strategy retreat is something that we do in our Sister Smart program where people take a couple of days away to really have time to reflect and decide what it is that they want for their lives. And so this will help them in that process. And then they also follow that up with quarterly retreats um, that are just a couple hours. But then you can also go back and reflect through this process at each one of those quarterly retreats as well. Once you've done all of that process, now you're ready to think about your career in general. So we've got the six elements of a good career plan. And the first one is your people element. So this is who is it that you need on your team to be able to get to where you want to go. When you've got your career path defined, you're going to much more easily be able to see who it is that you'll need on the way. And so that might be people to teach you something, to introduce you to others, to encourage you and cheer you on, um, those kinds of people. Nobody gets to the top alone. And so we, we always need to be surrounded by people, but being intentional about the types of people that you might need to meet or the relationships that you want to deepen can be really important. Our next element is time. Time is our most precious resource, I think, for anyone. It's more important than any of, the, of our other resources because it's in sh such short supply these days. And so how we use our time and being really intentional about the things that we're putting on our plate versus taking off of our plate is really important. And this is a great time to think about taking things off the plate <laughs> and what are you not going to spend your time on? That is usually one of the biggest things that we can do to make an impact on our careers is to decide what we're not going to do. And that allows us to focus in on the things that we do want to do that we really want to optimize and be great at. So our next element is the skills element. So what are the skills that you need? You really take a, a good look at the skill set that you have now and the skill set that you'll need for that next step in your career and the next step beyond that. And our next element is the energy element, because I think after time, energy is our next most finite resource. So how are you taking care of your energy? Are you taking care of your well-being by getting enough sleep and eating well and exercising well and taking enough breaks? One of the biggest impacts on our energy can be actually downtime and, and allowing ourselves to rejuvenate. So that's a really great thing to you know, stop and take a look at what, what needs to be shifted or optimized in that category. And then our next element is thinking. As we rise up the ladder, we are more and more um, hired to do the job for our, our brains and our thinking power, yet that is something that we often don't put a lot of time to. So the higher up you go, the more time you need for thinking and the more you need to hone your thinking patterns and habits 
and the different decision models you use and things like that. So this is often something that needs some attention in people's careers. And then our final element is the personal element. All leaders are only as good as they're leading themselves. And so how much are you investing in yourself and developing your own emotional development and your interpersonal skills? And as well as the big one is really our knowledge of ourselves because we continually grow and shift and change. And so we really need to continue to on that journey of self-discovery to, to be keeping up with all of the changes that we're experiencing as we go through our lives. And then where do we take it from there, Sarah? So after you finish those steps, the next step is looking forward. So we want to take some time to envision the next year and think through what do you want to reach for? What do you want to aspire to be or to have or what role you um, desire to be in? So this is that time to visualize, right? What maybe in that role, what would you be wearing? Who would you be with? So take some time to really visualize and get into that prefrontal cortex where you're dreaming about what is that next year and what is up to three years look like, right? Because one year could be maybe it's too short and we want to look out over the next three years. And there is some research that was done regarding visualization in sports. I know we, we talk a lot, Jill, about the positive intelligence program and Shirzad speaks to the research study that was done on uh, basketball players, the basketball team that was wanting to improve their free throws. So they had three groups, one group visualized every day for 30 days, them getting those free throws in. The next group practiced every day And the third group did nothing. Everything just stayed the same. And so the results that they saw with the group that was visualizing is that they improved 24% just from visualizing for 30 days, them getting those free throws in. Isn't that amazing? And the group that practiced, they improved by 23%. So that's all the details I've heard from that study. But I just feel like that is just so fascinating that practicing and visualizing had such a similar impact. Mm -hmm. And what if you did both, right? You're visualizing that next year. And then because the next step is what is your commitment? And that's putting it into practice. So put that plan to paper and set your goals for the next year and even out to three years. And so then you're doing both, right? And so how powerful that is and supporting what it is that you want to move forward. And Jill, anything else you want to add to those final two very important steps? I'd love to add that on the Sister Smart website, we have a goal setting guide that you can, it's a video guide that you can um, download for free and go through our method for setting goals. We use a little different method than just your typical SMART goals. We use what's called ends goals and means goals so that it really creates a way for you to set goals that become fulfilling for you instead of feeling like you're on a gold treadmill and just checking off more and more things to accomplish. So that can just feel exhausting. Sometimes people aren't sure how they ended up, where they ended up when they set too many SMART goals. So that's a piece that I think is really a valuable guide that we have on the website. So I'll put a link in the show notes to that as well. So we like to end each show with three shifts that you can make today. So your first shift is to download the 12-step checklist that we just covered. And it's linked in the show notes below. 
And you'll probably also want to get the full workbook. It's available for $7, which will take you through each one of these 12 steps with journaling prompts to help you think through each one of them. So you can really just sit down with the whole workbook and go through this entire process step by step. And the next shift will be to actually do that, to take this checklist and workbook and plan out your next year. Whether you're, Whenever you're listening to this, you can start your year from right now and plan out what you want to see happen for yourself in this next year and in the next three years. And then this will get you ready for the final shift, which will be to choose three or four goals to get started on now. So which step resonates with you most? If you're watching this on YouTube, I please share your thoughts in the comments. We'd love to hear which one of these you'd really like to work on. And then head on over to the show notes to download your free checklist and the Sister Smart Career Map Guide. So if you want to dive deeper into women's leadership and how to move up in your career, subscribe either on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm on a mission to help more women get into leadership and stay there. And if that's aligned with you, I'd love to have you be part of this community and tune into more episodes on Sister Smart Leadership that will support you in becoming the leader that you want to be. If you're ready to fully lean into your feminine leadership and get promoted from director to vice president and beyond, hit that subscribe button so you'll get all the episodes to come. And check out the recommended video here to see how women are rising up without playing by the old rules that built these male-dominated industries and systems. 